0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Okay! Oh! Yay! No, oh, no, no, that's WC I'm on <laughs>
0: That's good. It's
1: that really does not roll off the tongue, but you got to do what you got to do, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been like three weeks since we last potted, but it fucking feels like actual years have gone by. What's up? Yeah, dude? just
0: the the routine is just so topsy turvy when there's not the pot. The pot like grounds me every week.
1: Really, really does. Sleeping in on routine. weekends, like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's just
0: like my release. Now I'm just all pent-up, pent-up rage. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So
1: (laughs) for those who were not around during the Euros, we shared a team and potted, like, the day before every match day begins, and we're just doing the same shit for World Cup. So we're sharing a team. We're potting tonight. It's Sunday. We're going to pot again on Tuesday for groups E through H. Today is A through D. And then we'll just pod the day before every match day begins going forward and just fucking go nuts. Here we are.
0: Yeah, that sounds good.
1: Yeah, so today we're just, like I said, we're going to just bang out A through D and just go over some rules and some chips and just get into it. Like I'm so, I am feel like I'm so out of the loop. I haven't looked at anything in a while, and then today was like big-time Tinker Day. Yeah,
0: no, but it's great. I mean, Slack's starting to pick up. Yeah, People yeah, are putting, yeah. rate my teams up, and everyone's starting to talk about it. I mean, we're about three, four days away from the, that Fantastic first tie, <laughs> best first tie in World Cup. Actual I love history how of the bad it is. like it's, it's the shittiest it.
1: ever game you could ever imagine. But yeah, I don't know. That just confirms how like crazy we all are. You know that like there's not oh, yeah. even a millisecond thought into whether I'm watching that or not watching that. I'm obviously oh, yeah. watching. Oh yeah, definitely
0: gonna watch. So okay, so let's just do the rules quick before we start into Group A, or okay? AK or Group Uruguay. But the main difference between FPL and this game, I guess, number one is that you can rotate captains. So it's more like the fantasy Champions League game. If any of listeners have played that where you can switch your, rotate your captain from day one to day two to day three within each match day. So when so, building your team, it's really important to not, you know, stack too many heavy hitters on teams that play on the same group or the same team themselves. Like having Mbappe and Griezmann's not a good place to put your money because <laughs> you can only captain one and you really want to have captaincy options spread through.
1: Yeah, exactly. Rotating your captaincy is, I don't know, it's just the best way to ensure that you get points. So if you land something, you can just stick, and if not, you can move. And we all know how important captaincy is in FPL, so getting more chances at hitting a captain is just like so essential. I actually
0: yeah, love and- it. What's that?
1: i said say I actually love it. I think it's great. It kind of mitigates the lucky random factor of captaincy in FPL by letting you spread it out a little bit.
0: Yeah, and it definitely favors those of us who plan a little bit more when they build your team when we build our teams, you know. Um I think what we normally sit on like around nine points, we kinda of stick. It's yeah. a little tough. It's tougher on group stage when you have so many chances that you want to try and hit like a triple return, but nine's pretty good. Give like you hit a double return on Captain, it's pretty safe, pretty good. I mean the upside of going from nine to thirteen Seems a little tougher to hit, whereas you could go like nine to two if you get fucked at the yeah, end. Yeah, nine to know. two
1: is just brutal.
0: Yeah, you, that's that's a big swing. So there's also no bonus points, so it's just straight points for the returns and all that shit. Um, one other big difference from this World Cup from last Fantasy World Cup is last Fantasy World Cup they had one point for five every five recovered balls, so it gave midfielders and defenders like a lot of extra points. You'd see some defenders would get. Maybe like 10 or 10, if they hit the 10 recovered ball mark and on a clean sheet, you know, that's already eight. If they get a return, defenders were routinely higher scoring than forwards and midfielders. So it should be a little bit more even and balanced this time, um, where there isn't the recovered ball points. But other than that, I mean, no bonus points. Everything else is the same subtle difference where you get. What do you get, two points if you draw a penalty instead of just the assist if it's slotted? So it doesn't matter if it's slotted or not. You get points if you draw it anyway. I think they're not counting if it's a handball, but that, that's pretty much it, I think. Yeah, and, and, there's
1: a, and I don't know. The the wording on the assist ruling is a little weird. Like, assists will be credited, credited to a player on basis of official statistics, which is not how FPL does it.
0: You know, there's yeah. not
1: their, like, bullshit, Re- like, rebound, rebound assists or, like pass to a guy who then makes a thirty-yard solo run, score assist. So they're probably just going to be less assists overall.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, there aren't the FPL towers don't aren't influenced here. So this is like <laughs> yeah, just an actual They're not, they're not yeah. corrupt
1: at all. No, not corrupt FIFA, Collaboration. Yeah,
0: not corrupt organizations always have the consumer in mind and the customer in mind. <laughs> so everything's going to be by the book and straightforward. It'll be so great.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's funny actually. Off topic, <laughs> I was looking at just odds of like teams advancing from the group stage to knockout and Russia is like pretty favored to go through and I was like is that Vegas setting a line with like naughtiness, Russian government tinkering involved there like they they should not be favorites right? No, I mean
0: the fix is definitely in they're they're gonna get get through somehow
1: yeah that just sketched me out I was like there's something going on there they're bad, I don't know They're really bad, but Saudi Arabia and Egypt are also bad. So yeah, yeah. And and then the other other
0: thing, we have the two chips, right? There's the we have a wild card, but there's also like a bench boost chip, which we're familiar with, and then also a max captain chip, which is sick. Which yeah. So tell what's what is that? You
1: get you just automatically the highest scoring player from your final eleven is your captain. So like the captain will not go into effect basically until. All of your eleven is played, and the match day is over, and then that happens. So you have to activate so you, it before the week starts. You know, like so you basically,
0: shift. yeah, so you basically just throw it out the window, and you know, whoever the highest score is going to get, you're going to get double that point. So I'm really torn if that's going to be better played during group when you have shittier teams in, or if it's going to be better during the later stages because you're going to have it's going to be more difficult to see where you're going to get your points.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely better later stages. Because yeah, you think, uh, for those who don't know, when the, teams, when the team pool gets smaller, you get max higher amount per team on your team. So there's like – it gets to a stage where you just have like six players on Spain and five players on Germany and like blah, blah, blah. And like I feel like getting a max cap out of that group of random players, that's where you hit like a wow. fucking left back scoring a goal that you that's never ever captain and you just fly. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, like it's kind of now that you're mentioning it like this, I didn't really think about it. Like for the finals of the Champions League, I had a captain on Salah, but I'm like, I had six Liverpool players and five players on Real. I'm like, you know, three or four of the other players hit returns and i was like uh
1: i don't know yeah like what what can you do there when you have just <laughs> yeah. like five players from each team it's just like yeah it's completely okay. random that's a good call versus that's group call. stage you're just rotating between like superstar forward to superstar forward like you'll probably hit most weeks
0: uh, good job you. Yeah, yeah i'm, I'm
1: there yeah, yeah all right um yeah i think that's basically it for rules right yeah, prices are the Prices are, I guess, a big difference, too. They don't change until the entire group stage is over, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, they didn't change. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's, that's like, I can't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, just yeah. talking. No, I know. it's, But it was like, they didn't, I don't remember if they even did price changes last World Cup Fantasy, and then this year in Champions League, it was like the dumbest, most arbitrary thing ever. They were just like randomly put... Someone like point four up and randomly drop someone point two. It just had there was no rhyme or reason. I don't know. That seems bad. I don't know how. Yeah, it seems dumb. I don't know how they're gonna do it. But anyway, (laughs) let's get into the teams because this is kind of annoying and dumb.
1: So yeah, preseason we're just gonna bang these out. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing because there's so many bad teams. But so yeah, Group A. You mentioned it's just Group Uruguay. It's the fucking worst group I've ever seen in any competition. (laughs) It's a joke. It's an absolute fucking it's, joke. It is, especially with Salah hurt. hurt. Like that makes it so much worse. So,
0: like, yeah, I mean, you're well obviously walk the group. So, a couple of things that's just tricky about it is when I'm looking at teams is like sometimes it's good to wildcard during group, but then sometimes it's nice to have your wildcard when the teams start getting eliminated because then you're not like having to keep bad players and take hits or transfer out just because they got eliminated. Like using it then. But team like Uruguay when you know they're gonna be on six points going to the game week three, like they're gonna just probably play B team. So like if you go heavy on these teams, I'm like a little concerned that you're gonna get really fucked that
1: game that match day three. Match day three, yeah. I hadn't thought about that at all. So it might be a good time to wildcard match day three when yeah, you like, yeah. don't you get rid of like Spain and Uruguay or whoever's on six points and automatically first seed and There will be a few of those teams for sure. The
0: only the only problem with that is then I mean we get extra budget and transfers, but it's not like we have a free wild card. Then we're not going to have players on the really good teams that had six points going to match day three when that goes. No, no, you do
1: get a free wild card. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. You get a wild card in between group and um, knockout. Oh yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, so so that's, that's that's cool. So that like saves you from everything. Yeah, so
0: I mean Uruguay. Obviously, we have Cavani and Suarez up top, both really good options. They're both at a premium. Cavani nine five, Suarez ten five. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean midfield. I don't really know a ton about their midfield. I,
0: like Vecino, I think is
1: decent. I've read a bunch about them, and it seems like a lot of these guys are like really highly rated young prospects. Betancourt, Nandez, Terrera, Vecino are probably. All vying to start, um, but none of them are like offer any attacking prowess at all. Like, they're all just like ball winners, good on the ball, possession, linking midfield to forward. And there's another, there's a third forward listed who's kind of my like early soup du jour. Um, I don't even know how to say his name, Georgian. All Ar- right, Arash- Arash- yeah, exactly. Like, he's probably the number 10. so... Unfortunately, the way that FIFA made the game, like there's so few actually attacking midfielders. Like most of the midfielders in the game are just like center mid EMS. and defensive yeah. mid. So he's not an option because he's listed as a forward. So none of these guys are really options for me. I mean, mm-hmm. they're just they're cheap. Like five is good for Betancur, who's nailed and seems like their best central midfielder, but like he's not going to get returns probably. So it's not great. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I think we're touching on it now, but a theme that we've kind of found as we've been tinkering and looking at the prices, midfield is an absolute shit show. It's
1: I mean, awful. the mid price mid out, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, the mid price midfielders, like with euros, for example, we had players like Grosicki or Lalich, or you know, I, there were there were a lot of a lot of mid price midfield value in the euro game, and yeah. there was the same with last... This year, it's, there's like a very small handful of premium players, like eight million and over. And then there's just a bunch of shitty seven fives who are like maybe the best player on really bad teams, which isn't really where you want to be. And then there are just DMs and like non nailed wingers at like six five and below. So normally with a squad game, when you can sub, we usually really like having a deep, deep team where you could potentially get returns from everyone, but it's really hard to justify having a six like. When we get to like Argentina, like they have Los Celso, he's like six million. He's on a good team, but he's still kind of DM a little more box to box. But I mean the odds of him returning are so so slim. Is I Versus like do you Godin, think have-
1: who's five five and um, Uruguay in the worst fucking group ever, like he's he's like almost nailed for two clean sheets, arguably three clean sheets. Like they should just clean up that group. So it's just and uh, yeah, I mean we're just in total agreement there and the midfielders are so fucking bad.
0: Yeah. So I mean putting a couple premiums in there, probably you got to spend your money somewhere and you know there's yeah. good captaincy options but you know maybe you'll find a 6 or 7 million like there's some dude on Morocco who I've seen in High Jad or some shit I've seen in some teams and like the dude on Sweden Forsberg's classy, yeah, classy Z-H- but Z-H- you, you on know Morocco. He's fucking Z-H- Z-H, yeah. yeah, he's but he's like
1: 7 for, and it's just like yeah, he yeah, plays he's on in, pens and yeah, his stats and his chances created and assists. Like I know he's a fucking god, like he's amazing. But like he's playing it, Spain and it, Portugal yeah, two or three games. games like, Spain, and yeah. Portugal. It's just like how many goals so, yeah. is Morocco gonna score? Like it's yeah, just,
0: so midfield's tough. I mean, there are a few names, and we'll hit them when we get there. And like the seven million and under, who we like a little bit more than others. But yeah. in general, we're we're looking at four or five midfielders for like. Probably our fourth and fifth guys. We'll we'll see, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to Uruguay. So Uruguay, tangent, not much
1: there in terms of midfielder.
0: Yeah, not much. I mean, yeah, Suarez and Cavani. I think it's pretty unjustifiable to have a team without one or the two of the or the other of Suarez and Cavani, just because the group is so easy. Not only that, but also like having that captaincy option on the first day with, with such an explosivity. Like when there's really not another premium team playing. The same, I well, guess Spain Ronaldo. is, but yeah, well, Ronaldo and then Spain as well. But they play each other match day one, which doesn't feel great. And then moving forward, I mean, Uruguay's teams in that group are still so much worse than Iran and Morocco. Like, they're at least organized buses.
1: Like, yeah, some Russia
0: much and Saudi Arabia are just, I don't they're just bad. So And we'll get to I Spain think-
1: later, but they don't have someone like Suarez or Cavani. Like, they're, yeah. they're so much more tiki-taka, anyone could score pack the midfield, control the ball. Like, they might not even play a, a, a center forward. They might go false nine. Like And Portugal, other than Ronaldo, don't really have. I mean, Adrian, Adrian Silva, maybe. But there's no one like Suarez and Cavani in with such good fixtures on that first day who just play attacking football also, where Portugal is just a fucking bus nightmare. So, yeah, I, I think I agree. I mean, they were probably the first names in the team sheet, right?
0: Yeah, so yeah, I mean, we have Suarez, Godin, and, and Muslera, the goalie, but Godin looks good. I mean, he's always a threat on set pieces. Yep. Honestly, yeah, he's a captaincy option, too. I mean, uh, if you get there, I feel like so many goals from center backs in the World Cup, like just inorganized, I mean, unorganized teams and not defending well. And these guys just get head, they just get them. And I, I mean, if you hit. A clean sheet and a goal on your captain from a defender, which I remember doing many times in last World Cup, like yeah. y- you fly. Char it's so a shit like that. I remember. Yeah, Shar at fifteen we hit him on a captain once, like Tiago Silva, I think, hit him on a captain yeah. clean once. And yeah, I, mean, I think either wrong yeah.
1: We should preface this. I mean, a lot of people probably have not played like fantasy euros or fantasy world cup, but the football is shit, <laughs> you know? Like, we have to get that out there. Like, do not go in expecting, like, Manchester City, like, Barcelona, Real Madrid levels of football because it's not going to happen. Like, there's it's so much scrappier in international play. The teams are so much, like, like less drilled and less comfortable playing together, and, and everyone's holding their fucking sphincters tight for nil-nils, and just cleans are the way to go forward in tournaments, and... There's so many of those like like you said like defender goals, set piece goals, like weird fluky deflected goals, nil nils, one nils. Like it's just a scrappy affair always.
0: Yeah, I, I just think that whereas in FPL, captaining a, a defender is anathema. I, I think that it's a very realistic option. I mean, something we'll get to like when we talk about Brazil. They're playing Switzerland the first the first day, and it's hard to imagine they're going to score more than two there. So you know, if you have a Marcelo and Coutinho or Marcelo and Jesus, captaining Marcelo is not a crazy thing at all. I mean, if he gets an, ass, get an assist and a clean, you know, sit on nine, I mean, he's, he shoots sometimes. It's it's not crazy to do that kind of thing in this game, especially when you can rotate captaincy. The rotation, so.
1: that's what makes it really key because yeah. obviously if a defender doesn't keep it clean, which is often not in their hands and it's a two-pointer, it's a nightmare, that's another reason why you never would captain them in FPL. But in this, you just swap it, no big deal. Yeah. It doesn't matter. yeah.
0: Yeah, and again, I mean, especially with center backs, a little more so than fullbacks because, you know, goals are six, assists are three. But if you captain a center back and they get a clean and a goal, I I mean, that's a hat trick. Like, you're absolutely flying if you hit that. So,
1: man, that would be that very nice thing to hit. But yeah, Suarez on pens and just world class legend, genius that we just both love him. So it was easy. Yeah. Easy pick. Yeah.
0: And then, I mean, Varela. X man Manu or I don't know is he even on their books still I have no idea
1: I don't but think so yeah.
0: he's four five he yeah. might play I don't think he's a hundred percent nailed I'm not he didn't, I don't think he played their last friendly but at four or five for you know I mean he if he plays he's by far the best four or five defender in the game but that's it I think it's still an if so he's a little sketch I mean we we plumped the extra million for Godin yeah how do you say his name he's not French I always say Godin. Bodine. I yeah. wish it was spelled G-O-D-E-E-N.
1: <laughs> there's probably like an accent on the eye, but I'm not really sure. We should have got pronunciation specialists in here. But yeah, Varela, I think he's nailed. It seems like he's nailed. But there's also Pereira vying for the spot. And then at left back, it's the Caceres, always injured, seems sort of nailed. But they have a midfielder incorrectly classed as a midfielder, Laxall too. I've seen a lot of people think that he's gonna start at left back. So I don't know. I mean the center back partnership is just so fucking good and the fixtures are so fucking good that it's just like there's gotta be cleans there.
0: Yeah, and it's also like I always feel especially because the games are so thick and fast, like even though there's someone on the fullback position who's nailed, you know, playing three games and two weeks for any fullback is tough so that's brutal
1: brutal yeah yeah
0: so i mean with an eye towards like the future and match day three like you obviously don't want to spend transfers in defense and you know going for the center back when you can feels pretty decent yeah but i mean godin is so good so yeah, you know i, I think it's him it. and yeah. if you want to roll the dice on varela if you think he's going to start for sure that's a good shout but
1: yeah, and then and the think, goalie. We have we've had the goalie in for a while. So
0: Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. It's just like
1: it's the fixtures of, and it's five yeah. five. I mean when you sort by all the teams, like there's not many good five fives out there. They're all kind of they have their warts, they have so so fixtures, they're not that good players, whatever. He seems like by far the standout five five to me.
0: Yeah, him. I mean, I guess Pickford's a pretty good shout, even though he's a tough third game. Because that's, I mean, England—that's the thing. England, like
1: Uruguay just doesn't have that. Yeah, they have no. They have no tough anything. game, and there's yeah, no. He's, there's no other five-five who's even. I mean, Subasic is nailed, but Nigeria, Argentina, and even Iceland is just. <laughs> yeah, those are all tough. Games. Those are all pretty I mean, tough. Yeah. Like that. That group's kind of a toss-up. So it's just getting five-five for just potentially three clean sheets is just out of control. Good. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I mean, I think probably minimum two Uruguay for everyone should be what you're thinking. I mean, one of the strikers and then a defender. Yeah. If you know, if you if you are as high on them as we are, you know, maybe you stick a third in. But I like Uruguay. I like their team. I always I always like them. I like their kits. I think they're cool. I'm 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 a fan.
1: Yeah, I'm into them as
0: well. Um, Um, So the rest of Group A, I mean, it's a bunch of budget fodder. So one thing I've also seen is the first day, right? We have like the Russia Saudi Arabia game. That's a free roll for Captain, basically. So I've seen a lot of teams with Akinfeyev in it, which Ugh. initially I'm like, that is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. But you can also look on the other side, so like, okay, obviously the World Cup's gonna be fixed or so Russia's gonna be like getting things. So <laughs> then I'm like, if he keeps a clean and makes like six saves, I mean, I guess that's still like eight points. You're still twisting off that. I don't know. I mean, if he saves a pen, like there's some insane doomsday scenario where he has like 12 points and you captain him for fucking lulls and you just stick with him for the whole game. I mean, mean, it's a free roll.
1: Any Russian player, right?
0: Yeah, you could. But I mean, he's cheap and like shitty ass and like he's at least going to be in the mix. Like maybe you, you go for a center back. They're cheap, too. If you get a goal and a clean from the center back, do you think that's worth it? Wasting a spot on like the worst team in the entire tournament to if we roll a captain there? Because
1: they think so. Because all of their actual attacking players, albeit they're garbage, are still like eight million. So I don't want any of them because that's just like throwing money away in my opinion. So yeah, I'd probably get like if I was gonna do that, I'd probably do a center back, just like a four-five nailed center back. Just yeah. I don't know. You can, you can live with four good defenders and one bad one, I think. Versus, like, yeah. I don't know. I'd rather spend, like, our goalie situation is Muslera, who's 5'5, and Uzoho on Nigeria, who's a teenager and likely starting, and he's 4'0. So, like, I'd rather do that every time, I think. Yeah. Then spend I wish. an extra million on fucking Akin. How much is he? He's five mil. Uh, that's fucking bonkers. I thought he was four or five. No, he can't be four or five. Know, that, know. That's what I'm saying. Like because it's a fix, and because they're the host country, yeah. they're they're all their players are like a million too expensive.
0: The fix like, is small man, of dude. eight
1: million. Like get out of here, Zuba eight I, I million, have... Samadov seven five. Like what is this like?
0: I hate that fucking Muslera (laughs) plays before our shitty ass Nigerian keeper so much, though, because it's so much nicer to have your shitty guy go first. Yeah, because you get
1: to start him also. Yeah, you get to
0: you you put him
1: in, and then you're like, oh, okay, well, our good guy goes. Well, maybe maybe it'll you know maybe we'll go there. Maybe we'll go to Russian cap. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. or Saudi Arabian cap. Fuck Russia. Saudi Arabia goalie captain That's actual better. It's 0.5 cheaper, and it's a complete joke toss-up. I'd much rather (laughs) captain someone from Saudi Arabia than Russia, I think. Saudi Arabia, keep your Almo asylum. Like, let's find a 4-5 nailed Saudi Arabian midfielder and cap him day one. I think that's great. That's actually great, I think. That's better than capping, like, fucking Russian goalie who's just trash. Who is
0: the Who is the dude I was just talking about? Al Al Dosar. He headbutted so a referee. Bad. I like him a lot, dude. He's got
1: yeah, he's a lot five, of potential. He's five.
0: He's five. Maybe we'll. For, I mean, it, we have to have someone in the first game. Like, yeah, what the we fuck need are someone we in thinking? the first game. All right. Well, well, we'll stick him in there at some point. So okay. we, we have to. We'll pick someone. But anyway, Saudi Arabia. I mean, they're terrible. Egypt. Salah's not going to play the first game. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of um, Hagazis. He's pretty cheap. That's reasonable. I mean, they could keep one or two cleans in the group for sure. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, hate I, don't I don't. I don't. I don't hate that at all for the four or five. They're, shout.
1: They're probably going to advance. That's what most people are kind of going consensus is that Egypt will finish second in the group. Yeah, I think Russia's going to get out. I, I really
0: think the fix is in. I think it's going to happen.
1: Yeah, I, I, there's a reason they're favored by the books, and I think a lot large part of that is Salah out for game one. But if Salah is actually fit. For Russia and Saudi Arabia, then Egypt should be favored in both of those, and that would get yeah. them through. But yeah, I don't know. They have like Trezeguet and shit. They have like some guys. Yeah, I, yeah that's true. I don't know. I don't <laughs> they have, dude, deep. they have some guys. Like, <laughs> they,
0: have some, they have some men. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so yeah, that's about it for Grufeo. Not much more to say that. not much else that. to say.
1: There's uh, so much trash there. I just yeah. want to reemphasize Arisqueta, Arroz Campoyo. On uh, on Uruguay, if you're going with like a cheap third striker, a budget third striker, if you're going that sort of formation, like he's on all the set pieces. He's five five. He's their number ten. He scores goals, late runs. Like I I love him so. Yeah, Let's shut that.
0: This is the, the first I'm hearing of them, so I'm gonna I'm gonna abstain from this. this discussion yeah, it's just before.
1: soup. It's just soup talk. You know, yeah, tomorrow yeah, I have a new soup. That's just my yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. It's like I Tinder. Mean, was- I'm just like swiping all of these soups. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, like, uh, oh You didn't score a game. Like one dislike, It's like yeah, unmatched. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so Group B, we have a couple significant teams: Spain, Portugal, and then a couple teams that are also decent. Just really got fucking ass fucked with this Morocco and Iran. Um, yeah. Morocco, I mean, we both were into Morocco going before the draw. Yeah, because um, they have a really good record in qualifying, and they're organized, and thought they'd be a good, good little cheap defense. But I mean, playing Spain and Portugal is tough, tough to ask for. Yeah,
1: they have like so many gem guys that like. You know, the whole like stats community is obsessed with and all that kind of shit, but that yeah, the fixtures are so bad. Yeah. Um so what are you what are you seeing out of this group? Well, let's just start with Spain because okay. in a lot of people's minds they're favorites to win the tournament. Like they're obviously incredible and a lot to choose from. But like I was kinda of saying before when we were when we were comparing like captaincy with Uruguay and stuff like when you look at their forwards like all right, David Silva, Dilva is $9 million forward. So that's just insane, bad value, not even considering him at all. Costa's $9 million. He scored like three goals this season and isn't even nailed. Aspas, 8.5, Rodrigo, 7.5. Those guys are also not nailed. So when I look at the forwards, I'm just like, okay, there's nothing there at all that I would consider, like, starting with any of these guys. Maybe Costa is nailed and then we bring him in. And then you look at midfield, and you have Iniesta, Thiago Busquets, who are all almost definitely going to make up the center of the pitch, all kind of like deeper playmaker, not really going to get too far forward and score many goals. And then there's Isco, who we have for basically the reason I'm going on this rant is because he's like one of the only midfielders in the game who's actually attacking and has a lot of goals in him. And he's one of the only attackers on Spain arguably the best team in the tournament who I think offers value and is like correctly priced, or maybe underpriced even.
0: Yeah, I mean, A5 is a pretty good deal for Isco, I think. Uh, the only thing is that he's not going to really be a captaincy option because he's competing for Suarez throughout yeah. so the entire group. Yeah, he loses group. value there. Yeah, he loses value there. But I mean, yeah, I agree with everything you said. I think the real source of investment has to be in defense, even though they're premium. It's just they have the best defense in the tournament by miles. I mean yeah. their entire back four is fantastic and they have such a good spine in front. And they, they know have each De Gea other well. And
1: Busquets yeah. and Tiago. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean they know each other well. They've been playing together forever and you know, Ramos Pique in the middle, it's just they're I would be surprised if they let a goal up in a group stage. I, I mean, Portugal—they're um, by no means a prolific attack, attacking team, and uh, Spain's defense is just so impressive to me. I think they're going to. I mean, just like Aspel me.
1: doesn't even start. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's
0: it, their defense is serious business. So I mean, we have Alba, uh, we fucking Jordi's love him so much, love but him. I, I, we'll we'll have to talk. I I think we might need to get to there. I'm
1: not yeah, kidding. no, I'm I'm totally open to getting to Spain defenders. Yeah. I think it's like, worth it. Like.
0: Hagley, fuck me, I'm mean, whoever the fuck put PK in for him is a little bit better.
1: A Ramos I and mean, fucking mm. arm breaker, head butter, <laughs> elbow merchant, but he scores goals. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, Ramos, didn't, we, I mean, didn't we get Ramos over PK in Euros and then PK scored a yeah. goal in group yep. stage? Yep. Oh, that was did great, do that. great for no, us. Good. So
0: maybe we should go PK and then Ramos will and score. then Ramos so will score, of course. Yeah. But yeah, Spain defense is so good. And then yeah, Isco's good shout. I, I, I agree. I think it's a tough one with the forward. I've seen Asensio in some teams. He's only six, um, but yeah. it's, he seems far away from the 11. I, maybe he's going to start one game, like if they're t- given a rest in right. the third game of group, but I, I think it's a little too soon for him. Well, I feel like it's
1: it's possible that the forward amalgamation of Costa, Yasp- Aspas, and Rodrigo like doesn't really flow well or feel good, and maybe by the knockout stage, assuming Spain goes through, Asensio's, like, out of position forward or something like that. But starting with him, I, it just doesn't make much sense to me. In a game yeah, where you I can agree. rotate substitutions, like, you, you want nailed guys. That's, yeah, like, I almost agree. the most important thing, I think.
0: Yeah, minutes, minutes
1: are good. Yeah. Like, I love Koke and Saul, but, like, I don't know. They're just probably yeah. not starting, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, Spain looks... Uh, Spain, for me, we, they would be my pick to win the, win the whole tournament. I absolutely love their team. I think they're fucking great. Um, yeah, the only Portugal. thing that
1: I think is kind of sketch is, like, just not having, like, an out-and-out out goal <laughs> scorer. I'm using air quotes <laughs> there that you can't see. But it's just, like, if Costa's been so bad for them and had kind of a bad season and it's just i don't know like maybe they just can't find something that works in center forward Falstein kind of thing that they do and maybe they're just i don't know sh- like yeah, struggle a know. tiny bit for goals compared to the other top teams
0: i'm not buying that yeah. i think diego diego's so good dog face yeah. when the when the stage is high as you know he's a yeah, yeah. fucking yeah, dude, he'll, he's all it do, it he'll he'll do it all yeah what do you see out of portugal
1: so i love Raffi Guerrero had him in Euros for a bit. Like, he's so fucking good. But you look at the rest of their defense and it's just fucking garbage. I mean, like, sure, fucking Cedric's fine. Um, But, like, Pepe is 90 years old. Alves is 95 years old. Font is horrible. And there's rumors that Diaz might start at center back. I don't know. I'm very, very sketched out by their defense, which makes Guerrero obviously a lot less attractive at five five. even though their goalie is really good too. Um, game week one, Spain. So that they're really – all of their players are bad picks for, for the first match day, I would say. I don't know. They're just like bus merchants with bad center backs. So does that just mean they're really bad?
0: I think they're horrible. I have no idea how they won Euros. I would not be surprised if they don't get out of group. If I were to pick it right now, I would pick that they do not get out of group. I think they, yeah. could, one of those two teams, are going to just shock someone because they're, up, they're they should lose to Spain. I mean, they have a bad team. Their midfield is just seems like the disjointed mass of players who don't fit together. They have some players that are too young in and inexperienced, and they have some players that are too old and just fucking slow and bad. And they, and, they, have, mean, they have a lot fit, of
1: talent like they have so many good like passers and good people good on the ball and all that stuff it's just i don't know they just they play so negatively like just the most horrible team to watch like some of their euros games in the knockout rounds were just like the most grueling painful games of football to watch that they yeah. eked out one nil in the hundred. 20th minute or whatever but yeah i mean
0: they're fucking everton in disguise
1: yeah but but at andre silva is a big upgrade over like Ed Air. <laughs> and you know yeah. i don't know they they could be fine but yeah if i was a if i was going to bet on it which i probably will i'd probably <laughs> bet on them not advancing cuz you get such good odds on it because they're such a big name and they have ronaldo that they're huge favorites to advance even yeah. though <laughs> they're starting against Spain and Morocco's pretty fucking good and Iran is not a walk not a kick yeah, so.
0: I just think it's gonna be like Morocco three points Portugal zero points match day two they face each other I mean if Morocco gets a draw it's pretty much done and dusted there. yeah exactly maybe not I mean not exactly a goal difference who knows but but the, yeah, but that,
1: that's where the the match day three weird shit happens where it's like is Spain gonna just rest their whole team in match day three? Therefore, you know, like get a point, they could get five points. Yeah, yeah, fine in that case. I don't know. It's it's a weird. I don't thing, know. But, but anyway,
0: I, I'm so down on Portugal. I fucking hate them, and I hope they crash and burn. This, Did you this consider
1: workout. Ronaldo for one second, or no?
0: Zero seconds. Yeah, twelve mil, It's there. just I mean, it's first of all, if you want to have Ronaldo or Messi, that's just a so ridiculous that's not a question. That's so obviously Messi. But you have to take into account the team they're playing for. Like you mentioned, I mean they're just bus park merchants. Yeah, I cannot not be,
1: emphasize that enough. Like uh, it's, it's insane. They yeah. do not they're play for more than one, one goal games. Like they're yeah. grease, but they're a little more tan. That's it.
0: Yeah, they're they're a little more tan grease. like that. But yeah, it's just ridiculous. Twelve it's the name. I mean is he? He's he's owned by seven percent of the te- the players. So I mean, who? no one wants Ronaldo. Oh wow! Yeah, normally he's like thirty percent, but yeah. like it's people are smarter than that. Like he's twelve, and you got players like Neymar and Messi who are on actually good teams who can score four goals a game. It's just a little bit of a mental well, case. So Argentina scoring four know.
1: goals. Who knows? Maybe four goals in the entire group stage. I don't know. No,
0: no. it is. They, <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Uh, anyway, but yeah, no, Ron fucking fuck off, Ron. And the, their
1: midfielders uh, are, wow, they're so low-owned. I thought we were kind of being controversial here, but no, no, their highest-owned midfielder is Bernardo Silva at four. Yeah,
0: it's fucking Jesus. eight million
1: for Belva? That's
0: an insane thing. How do you do that? You cannot do that. Like East fuck point five more. It's like, come on. When was last me? time
1: Joao Matinho was even good? That's the real question. Yeah, I mean, actually, six years ago. So yeah, like on. he's like, <laughs> he fucking. <laughs> come on, dude. When is he going to China for thirty million? That's that's yeah. gotta happen soon. Um, so Morocco, very soupy. Um, unfortunately, just in a really fucking annoyingly tough group, but. Is there any are there any standouts that you like? Is there any reason to get any of their guys?
0: No, I mean, you know four or five defender like when you're looking at the teams that have four or five defenders, you have to play fixtures first, and like yes, they're organized and they're gonna be difficult to break down. but when you have Spain and Portugal in the group, I mean as much as we shout on Portugal like when you're looking at other teams in the third seed, and like like the Colombia group, for example, like you know you have those three other teams are all kinda like, eh, like you don't know what's gonna happen. But like, you know, Portugal's like better than I mean, Morocco they have so. Ronaldo.
1: Like that's yeah. That no, automatically yeah, puts them on like a tier above like a bad team.
0: Yeah. So I mean I think like Ziach, who we were mentioning yeah, earlier. He's but he's sick. seven. He's, he's seven. seven million though. Like he's you're not seven. trying to spend seven million on an attacker on Morocco when they have two very hard fixtures in the group. It's just not not a good move. So I've seen like some people who are Absolutely planning to wild card after game week one, and they're going with, oh, like, that's they're going
1: cool. with like they're going with like
0: because they play Iran first, and they were going with like three Morocco players and like two defenders, and they're like going all and they I think people are talking about using the bench boosts in match day one and then and then wild carding before match day two or something, and they were just going like all in on a nil nil for so Morocco you just get Iran like, or something. Ziyach,
1: Bell, Honda, and like. Or you defender get two defenders, or, like or the goalie. or Yeah, I don't know, some shit.
0: But, so, I mean, that's, that's, that's something you can think about. That's kind of crazy. But, I
1: mean, I love yeah. that first fixture. Like, for a little bit of tinkering, I was doing um, Patricio, which is Portugal's goalie, and um, Munir, Morocco's goalie. Just And Munir would start match day one against Iran, and then Patricio with two good fixtures in the other two. But it's not worth it, I don't think. But I do like trying to, like, exploit that. That first good fixture. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So I
0: mean, that's the thing. But other than that,
1: I mean, we don't think we need to talk. And then yeah, Iran. Yeah, he's I mean, on pens. He's got all the stats, everything. But yeah, it's just tough, dude. It's just tough. Yeah. I mean,
0: Iran. I couldn't tell you fucking one player on their team. They have someone. One of their forwards is named Gucci Chenajad. It's just Gucci Chenajad. I don't know. It's just too nuts for me. Iran. I, I couldn't tell you anything about. It. So let's just skip that. Yeah,
1: they have some. Uh, they have some guy that I wrote down, but I can't find it. But they're not going to score many goals. Yeah, we're so, if they either. get a, if they get like a point, that'd be a good job by them. Good tournament by them. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to get a point. Um, yeah, group that's what they're C going is, for, though, right? Yeah.
0: So Group C is France's group, which is a fucking really interesting group. I actually love this group. But It's France, Australia, Peru, and Denmark. So we'll start with France. I mean, they're obviously going to walk the group because their their squad is just silly silly talk, but. I think it's a similar thing. We were talking about um Spain. It's like their their midfield is Pogba and then a bunch of like DMs and then they have That's everyone garbage. who's good or fuck it's just a bunch of pile it's a pile of shit. I mean you're not paying nine for Pogba, it's insane to do that. I mean we all know how bad Pogba is a fantasy after and this year. Pogba's the same price like- as
1: Coutinho and 0.5 more than Isco, and same as yeah, Ericsson like it's a joke. Yeah.
0: So but so then you have like Griezmann at 10, Mbappe at 9, Drew he just got injured at 9 and then like Lamar at 8. You know, Fakir, maybe yeah. someone like that emerges but for starting your squad with them you can't really go there but I mean Griezmann or Mbappe is like feels really good to start with because they also are a team that you kind of need to cover yourself with captaincy unless if you have Messi I think. Because it's really like, other than Argentina and France, the days when those two groups are playing, there oh, isn't yeah. another like really standout attacker. I mean, it's like teams like Iceland, Peru, Denmark, Croatia, Nigeria. Like, I mean, like I guess know, one of the
1: Croatia wingers, but that's not even that's not like a good captain.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, you could yeah. do some like cheeky shout, like Ooh, Ericsson has a good game, like this, like against you know Australia, but like you know that's not like a reliable guy who you want to have in your in your stable to rotate on. So. Um, I mean, I think having Greatsman or Mbappe would be really nice if you can fit them, but they're expensive,
1: you know? Yeah, they're really expensive. I mean, Greatsman was a fucking legend for us in Heroes with that, that brace when we captained him, golden boot, like <sighs> fucking monster. <sighs> I absolutely love him. Getting true, him in seems that. great, but I do think Mbappe is a little like under, the, flying a little bit under the radar. Like, he's so fucking good and absolutely nailed to either wing spot. Um, I don't know. He just seems like great value for nine. I feel like under ten, like between like eight and ten, is like every forward that I'm really, really interested in. Basically, yeah.
0: And the other thing with Mbappe versus Griezmann, like obviously, I think Griezmann's a better pick, but I yeah. don't think he's a million better. I mean, Mbappe, I feel like anyone's gonna score for France. It's like like with Uruguay, they're not gonna score a goal where Suarez or Cavani are not involved. Like
1: that'd be France a freak goal. Yeah, it'd be yeah, a corner a freak to create. Godin. Yeah.
0: France has a lot of action so I mean it's really more of like we talked at the beginning of the season with like Liverpool where there's four attackers and you don't know who's going to score right. and you just pick one and hope they come in and I feel like it's a little bit of that so when that kind of happens I like going with the cheaper guy
1: yeah and, and it's it's like they're I feel like they're kind of inconsistent with like formation and even selection like they could be 433 they could be 442 sometimes they like, Paul might play a deeper mid against the bus. He might play, like, as they're attacking mid with Matuidi and Conte against a better team. Like, they're very inconsistent, but Griezmann and Mbappe are, are consistent amongst all that, you know?
0: Yeah, and then, I mean, midfield, we're not talking about but the defense. I mean, the, they're priced, interestingly, in defense. I mean, they have some 5-5 options with yeah. Sidibe and Mendy, Mendy. both yeah. fullbacks. They still have lettuce hands in goal, so what do you think... <laughs> Think I'm a little down on France' defense in terms of stacking them up against like Germany, Spain, Belgium, the other premium. Just because I think they're like like Peru, I think is a good team. They score. I mean Denmark scores goals. Like I mean Australia, yeah, is an absolute that, dumpster fire. But
1: that's a big part of it for me. It's like I just think Peru and Denmark are both like pretty fucking good teams. Like the, those are going to be. Sort of competitive games, even though France should still easily top the group, especially you know just they'll probably just murder Australia. but they've never really had a good defense in the last like I don't know eight years or something. I feel like France they just are a little dicey, and we we know about Lloris, and I don't know. I like Cotdy and Varan, but they're they're both kind of the like. Weaker part of their club teams, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you're not getting Piqué or Ramos; you're getting Umtiti and Varane. Like they're both like good on the ball and and stuff like that. But I'm not sure they're like the best defenders. And yeah, I mean, we know about Pogba and his deficiencies in midfield, and sure, Conte makes up for a lot of it. But I don't know. I feel like France is happy to win a game like three-one. Versus, like, Spain, which will just be, like, perfection, like, 3-0, like, no scoring. Another team doesn't even get a shot off.
0: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think, you know, you stick one in, you feel good about that. I also think if you're not going to plump for a premium dude up there, it's defensible to captain one of their defenders. I mean, against Australia, you know, you could come in with something lucky.
1: Um, Yeah, M.T.D.'s scored some in some friendlies recently and stuff. Is Mendy Mendy nailed? Like, is he even fit enough to be nailed? I don't know. That's a thing sure. that's a little bit sketchy because I love Mindy and I think he's incredible. But I don't know. He barely played this whole season. So seems a little weird that he would just be like straight in.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I think they're trying to work his fitness towards being able to play, but I'm not sure. Yeah,
1: I just feel like they're priced like a little bit too premium for like a sort of unproven defense with a shitty goalie. Yeah, it's like they're priced for their name and not. Yeah, what they're priced done. the same as like basically Spain, except they don't have an ALBA. And it's just yeah. like and Godin is five five, he's just a billion times better than any of their defenders. And it's just yeah. you know, it's just tough for me to to follow that.
0: Okay. And then I mean let's skip Australia. They they're just bad. No one no one to see there. But between Denmark and Peru, like there's some pretty decent shots there. What are you what are you looking at?
1: I mean, I think Ericsson is great. Like we said at the beginning, like there's not there's very few midfielders who are actually like good attacking options in this game. They made most of the good attacking midfielders forwards. Erickson is their main man times a million. He scores all of their fucking goals. Like in the nineteen games under this manager is fifteen goals. Like he, he doesn't play like he plays on Spurs. He plays like just he takes all of the shots and scores all of the goals. So, it's like bail
0: for whales. He just, yeah, it's like, Bale. Exactly, it's yeah. just like
1: free roll, middle of the pitch, do whatever you can to get on the ball and score. So, that's good. Um, they have like some other good, like young guys, like, like Sisto and Jorgensen and stuff, but I don't know. It's we're kind of as of now on the strategy of like a heavy forward line light on midfield, heavy defense. So when I look at these forwards that are like like Jorgensen, like eight million, like, yeah, he's pretty good and has good stats and stuff, but we're just not really like shopping in that bracket right now. So I kind of like overlook it, you know?
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um I mean I think Denmark they have like a defender Dalsguard. He's four or five, I think he's nailed. I mean if you're looking for a four or five guy.
1: Right. Tough yeah. kind of
0: group. But you know Australia they could could should and should clean them and so maybe they get two, but I mean you could do worse for four or five guys. And then, I mean, Peru, I fucking love their striker, dude. I mean, if you get pop for, for cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I didn't then, know about
1: the cocaine shit. It makes uh, me like yeah. him a lot more. Very, very spicy. It's
0: just a little spice. Yeah. Uh, but he's 7'5, and I mean, they have their other striker, Farfan, and seven, the 7'5 Guerrero, the, the cocaine. But Farfan 7 also, like, very central. But, like, they've been, they were so good in qualifying. Yeah, they and they were, they
1: fucking they're, good.
0: I feel like they're, like, the. Biggest shout for like dark horse like team of the tournament, just because like they haven't been in the tournament in so long, and they like, play with a lot of swagger. And like South American teams are always fun to root for and watch. And
1: they have know, some like, really really good guys too. Like
0: yeah, I, I like them. But the, Weyba the is fucking
1: amazing. He's one of the budget midfielders that I think is actually maybe like worth a spot. He's only six mil. And Flores at forward is like uh, they're like. Right winger, I think, but he's come cuts in on his left foot, and he like scores a fucking ton of goals around Guerrero. Like, yeah, they they're good. Like, love a cocaine merchant. Absolutely, I love mean, a
0: cocaine Guerrero merchant. scored like one every three or one every two or something. He has so many. He scored so many goals. He scored so many goals for them. And this love is him. his
1: last World Cup, right? He's old as fuck.
0: yeah, I think he's not young, but he's got that extra pep and extra boost of energy powder to help him. When he needs it. So yeah, he like, has
1: his special tea, his concoction. Yeah,
0: yeah you know, he wears like a little, a little cross necklace he has. He got it from fucking Cruel Intentions. to that shit <laughs> off of. Uh, yeah, he's
1: 34, name? dude. Oh my yeah. God. He's, he's a so legend, good, dude. absolute legend. I need to watch his, his movie. There's a biopic about him called Guerrero, the biggest it's opening like- of any film in Peru. It's just like about drug trafficking and shit? Probably. Yeah. He's yeah. just the kingpin of Peru. But yeah, Peru's fucking good. I love it. It's them. a really, really cool group because uh, yeah, France will probably cruise, but Peru, Denmark is a total coin flip. Like both yeah, of those teams are pretty fucking good and have guys and like I have no idea who's gonna go through there.
0: Yeah, me neither, but it'll be cool. And I I, I like I like both those teams, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, are we doing it.
1: another group? Dude, maybe Ericsson is sort of, where, like, you were saying, like, he could be a captaincy shot, like, if you want to not get a French player for some reason or whatever, like, I don't know, dude, he's he's such a different player for Denmark than he is for Spurs, it's crazy. I mean, like, he, he plays France in, in match day two, so that's a nightmare, but I think against Peru in match day one is fine, and against Australia match day, uh, sorry, against, yeah, against Australia and match day three is great, and
0: no, they, they play um, France in three, they have oh, Australia in two. Yeah, I mean, we have... I think I mean, it's like, sort of
1: reasonable. Like, instead of Isco, who we're yeah, never going to that, catch. that's reasonable, I think.
0: But then, but then what the fuck do we have Mbappe for? Like, you know, right. That, then that's we dumb. We just have him because he's
1: really, really good and they're going to score a lot of goals. But maybe it's better spent going like, but I, Levin- like if Lewandowski or something and covering that day, having a captain for that day.
0: I don't know. But I'd rather have like East than Ericsson if I'm never captaining either just because I think
1: like yeah,
0: they could score four goals in yeah, Denmark. Spain, I mean maybe they score Denmark. one or two, but
1: yeah. we we're, we're so we're let's do the last group, group D. All right. Group um, D is our last one for today. Yeah, the have, last uh, one. There? So it's Argentina, Iceland, Croatia, Nigeria. I mean let's just start with Argentina. We mentioned Messi. twelve mil, just ridiculous price. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't even look at him.
0: I didn't. I didn't look at him either. It's just the problem is twelve million is just a ridiculous amount to spend on one player. It's it's where you're building a squad of fifteen. It's just crazy. Yeah, exactly.
1: And, the squad of fifteen is why it's crazy. In FPL, you can do it and have four fives and whatever, but it's just. Rotating the captain th- is so key. Yeah,
0: and the other thing is like you're it's like when you can rotate captain, it puts so much less of an emphasis on having that like individual like messy twelve million
1: player yeah, like the Kane or whatever and yeah or Salah. I mean, yeah.
0: you have four chances to hit, and you can have four guys who are really good, and they're in the nine million range. But if you have Messi, then you're gonna have like. You just compromise so much around the edges, and it's just going to make your overall team like so much worse. Like you can find a brace somewhere else. Like yeah, if Messi braces, that's great, and that's why you got him, and, and you stick captain on him. Right. But what do you, you do if Messi that? just
1: gets an assist and a clean, or something? You know, or just an assist? Like then what? Like who are you yeah, captaining you, you, the next day? That's what yeah, I. Yeah, you got know.
0: A twist. Um. So aside from Messi, but like you know, Argentina are a little bit of. a a scary proposition. They're a mess, They've, They're kind of a mess. They have, unfortunately, all their best players play the same position forward. Yeah. <laughs> it's like their their defense is terrifying. I don't know what you're up to with Tagliafico or whoever he is. I, okay, this I is don't what I'm up want... to. Let
1: me talk about their defense. So All right, all right. Because <laughs> their main center back is someone named Otamendi. Is he good? Yeah, he's kind of good, to be honest. What? He's a nightmare, but, you know. He's
0: a psycho. Yeah, he Absolute is a
1: Absolute psychopath. psychopath, dude. He's all right, tell psychopath. me about their defense and why right, so one of their players is in our team right now. Wilfredo Caballero. <laughs> <laughs> they're going Basically, I just think, like we were just saying with France, by name, they're all kind of getting, like, a .5 or a million boost to their prices because they're just really good, and they're France, and they're obviously going to go through, and they're one of the tournament favorites, etc. Argentina's kind of in the same category like they should easily go through the group they're uh, you know they're not as close to being favorites as someone like France but they're up there they're finalists in the last World Cup like they obviously have a stacked team on paper going forward they're to me all of their defenders are just way underpriced considering a pretty good group for them, they should dominate and definitely go through, like, similar to France, but probably an even easier group than France. And so, like, just basing it off of that and off of clean sheets, when I see, like, an attacking right-back Mercado 5-5, attacking good left-back Taglia for you know, at five, like, that, to me, is just, like, value. Like, like, people are gonna get France's defenders at six, and I think Argentina's at five are, like, just as good, if not better, going by the fixtures. Like, they should dominate just as hard, you know? And so that's the only reason why I was even like looking at them. I just feel like they're, they're just underpriced. Like, that's it. I mean, they're not the names of Umtiti and Varane, but they're still going to dominate these games. They still have like Mascherano, who's probably going to be in midfield, and Otamendi is okay, and Cab's okay, and their fullbacks are fine. And, you know, I just feel like they're just like, they're not top players in Europe, like France's, for example. But they're a really good team who's going to dominate their group, and uh, that—that's the only reason why I was like going there at all.
0: I don't. Know, I don't. I don't agree. I think the group's a little bit tricky. I think all three of those fixtures are going to be tough games. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Iceland. You know, you can't sleep on Iceland. We, it's, we're beyond that. They're—they're I mean, they're compact, organized. They're gonna. They're not gonna roll over. Nigeria's up and coming. Croatia's a little bit of a mixed bag. You don't know what you're gonna get, but they have a lot of skill players on their team as well. I'm scared about Argentina. I don't really feel too comfortable investing in any of their players. I don't wow, know what okay. they're. I just. I don't know what they're gonna do. I, I, have I definitely. am
1: definitely sleeping on Iceland. Like they're fine, but I think like Argentina like easily handles them and probably keeps it clean. Iceland's just gonna park a bus against them and like. Nigeria's okay, but like I think Argentina can handle them. I don't know. Croatia's good. No,
0: again, I mean I think it's an on paper thing. Like, yeah, but
1: yeah, they've I've been just, playing like, like shit for sure. Yeah, they I mean that's the thing. Insult. It's just
0: like they haven't looked good, and there are so many other teams that do look good. And I mean, point five difference isn't going to be like okay. Like, let's get them for value. Like, if I could have a five five defender on, you know, fucking Belgium, like I'll take that over Tegliofuco because you know they're. 50 million times a better team so mm.
1: yeah I just think they're yeah. just like weird like yeah they were obviously awful in qualifying but like I don't know they made the final like last world yeah. cup with like basically we'll the put same squad you know it's, like they're just they're just good like they're gonna get it done they're not fucking like they're not Belgium you know what I mean in a good way yeah. like they're yeah, just gonna they get they it also,
0: done also like last world cup you know they had that one game where they needed a messy direct free and stoppage they couldn't be yeah, the boss I think
1: against Iran, Iran, right? Or Someone, Asia. but I mean, like yeah, you know, no, I know they struggle for goals for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, they struggle for goals, and like they're especially Iceland. Like that's a really good defense, and they're gonna they're a good but I don't know, dude. I'm it's just really not that, hard. I'm not it's just, into they're it. They're
1: the type of team that everyone is kind of sleeping on because they were so fucking bad in qualifying. They barely made the World Cup, but. They're fucking good. Like they're obviously all right, all right. good. Right, like they're enough, heavy, enough. heavy Vegas right. favorites to go through. You know. Whatever. Right, right. Fine, 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 fine. But um, no. But I I know what you mean. I'm definitely not like 100 percent on tacklia Fucko. I just like saying that a lot. Yeah, it's it's
0: not not fun to say.
1: Yeah, coon um, up top, Messi behind him. Yeah, coon Kuhn, coon's pretty bad. Yeah. Um. I kind of I
0: always am in a little bit into Croatia. I think it's probably more the kit than the players, but they've got a lot of skill on the team. I mean, we saw what they did in, in Euros. You know, we have Perisic and Mandy and Modric Rakitic. They have so many classy guys. I think the defense is decent. Good, good goalkeeper. I think they're going to get out of this group.
1: Yeah, I think they're really good. I think the only thing they're really lacking is like a center forward that's not Mandzukic because. I don't know. Everyone else around him, I feel like, is just, like, a, a step or two above him. Like, I love their midfield. I love Perisic and Kramaric. Like, those are great wingers who can score goals and stuff. And Menzikas is just, like, a giant in the middle of that who, like, isn't that good on the ball and stuff. But And he's getting old, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I totally agree. I think their yeah. their midfield's really fucking good. And, um, you know, obviously led by by Modric and Rakitic, but they also have, um, what's his name? Brozovic. Brozovic.
0: Yeah, he's quality. He's sick, and they're just, and, they're yeah. just really good. They're still the really main good. Prob- yeah, the main problem is they're just way too expensive. Yeah. Like, way too expensive. Yeah, Modric so is I,
1: nine, and he should be, like, yeah. six.
0: I can't see any real i mean i've seen some teams with um, fucking with lovren with lovren cuz he's five
1: yeah that's a pretty good price but he's not even 100% nailed
0: yeah they what do they have vita and who's the other guy that uh, Treluka, versalco's the right back versalco's the right back
1: i don't remember the if they but was he Yedva was kind and, of like was lovren in was, was in and out i feel like he was like rotated um yeah. not 100% nailed but, uh, yeah, they're just they're too
0: expensive. Um, and then I think also like Nigeria's been a little bit of a sleeper side,
1: but God, it's so annoying with how they class all the good midfielders forwards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like I mean, that's Perisic just... was so good for us in Euros, and Kramerich is like absolute gem goal scorer, and they're both just forwards. Like Perisic is the same price as Falcao. Like what? <laughs> how? Yeah, it's
0: it's tough. I mean, and the same thing with Nigeria. Like Owobi's class is a forward. Um, I mean, Moses' is class is a forward so I, they don't yeah. have any real good shots I mean the goalkeeper is that teenager you mentioned at the beginning of the pod Uzoho is 4-0 I mean he was third choice but the other two I think are just dead I, th- I think they're going to be fucking get destroyed I think they're going to have zero points out of this group Actual.
1: Yeah it's weird with the pricing too of the forwards because I everything that I've read I'm far from like a Nigerian expert but everything I've read and seen says that Igalo is definitely their starting forward and he's cheaper than Inacho, Moses and Musa which is interesting. So maybe something there if you're going with like a budget third forward maybe a 6 million Egallo's okay. We know he has that one move at Watford and maybe yeah. he'll score some goals but their midfield I, pre- I, I think their midfield's pretty good. It's just like they're not going to like create with like Mickel, Ndidian or Nazi, but they're they're fucking like tough like they yeah, those are like just tackling ball winners you know so yeah they'll play on the break but they'll i don't play on know the break, I mean, but they're not like good no
0: the group i mean the games for them are very challenging i think those are really tough three really tough games for right cuz they
1: rely on their center mid and they're playing against croatia in, in the first game which is just a yeah. nightmare
0: yeah
1: um i think that's about it there, did we was there another team is there anyone in on iceland i mean Halfridsson no, I mean, is 4-5 and nailed. That's the best thing I can say about Iceland. Is he nailed? I think so, yeah. He's like their their vet, I think.
0: I was I was not sure if he was nailed. Yeah, if he's nailed, he's... I mean, him and fucking Guzman. And, it's so good to have those 4-5 guys playing in the middle of the like days so you can swap them out. When yeah, I'm, I'm
1: pretty sure they are... Yeah, it's like Gunnarsson and Halfredson in the middle, Gudmundsson and... Fuckmanson, why I can't remember their name. It's, it's very just, it's hard all, to look at. I get like a migraine every time I pull up their roster with I mean, all it's the. It's just too it's many 11,
0: sons. Eleven sons, one Shram, and no doters <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: the, the, the doters are in women's World Cup. Oh my god! Wait, is it? Yeah, it's eleven sons, right? Damn! In Euros, wasn't there one like non son? That's yeah. There's a guy named Shram. <laughs> F- he's, an, f- he's the only immigrant in the entire. F- f- dot Schramm. <laughs> poor Schramm. He must, think he he must got get- t- he might have picked oh, on so much in so elementary school much- and shit. So much. <laughs> Yeah, like, so what's their name again? He's like Shram. They're like Shram's son, and he's like <laughs> no, no, it's Shram. It's just, Shram, stop.
0: <sighs> that's that's how you know. Me. I mean, you want to know who's an immigrant? Just look at the phone book, and anyone is not son. It's just nightmare. Yeah, that's
1: that's tough for them. Tough for them too. All adapt. right,
0: where this was a big time pod. I feel like we were going long and not long like that pod when we potted for five minutes. I
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good hour <laughs> shift we just put in on groups A through D. So I think. On Tuesday night, we'll be back and we'll do the same shit for groups E through H. But I mean, we're back, dude. Like, been on Slack all day. I'll be back on Twitter and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, just we're, we have a league. I'll post that everywhere. Join our league and shit. And, I should probably put that at the beginning of the pod, but whatever. And uh, yeah, we'll
0: send, we'll we'll figure out a prize for the league winner too. Maybe yeah, we'll, we'll figure send out a some prize, fucking, and maybe we'll just send do a mug or whatever the fuck. I don't know.
1: Yeah, we'll do something. We'll do some shit. Yeah. Maybe we'll do like. Well, we'll talk about it later. We have things yeah. to talk about off camera.
0: Yeah, we have a behind the scenes, and what are we doing with Slack? Because it's free for the summer now. So are we like just opening it up for people to fucking
1: join, and then we like maybe try and <clears throat> what are we doing? I don't know if we can do that. And then okay. we'd have to like kick everyone when it starts again or something. No, fuck that That just like to... sounds very complicated. Yeah,
0: we don't we don't have a secretary to manage that. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like I don't want to keep five spreadsheets of like when you joined and like who to <laughs> ban from Slack and get all these randos in there and shit. God, I'm, that's why we're me and you and it's not just me. Yeah. So oh, one, one... God, it's good to be back, though, Dude, We're about to have a huge World Cup.
0: Are we the exclusive Fantasy World Cup FIFA McDonald's upstanding Citizens Brigade pod? I'd,
1: I have not followed. I'm sure our listeners will let us know, but I wonder if all of the other FBL pods are doing it or not because I feel like during Euros we were the only ones, but maybe we were 100% yeah. the only pod. Yeah, yeah, like Everyone fantasy. was like, whoa, Fantasy Euros, what the fuck? Like, that's weird. But I don't know. Everyone copies everything we do usually, so they'll probably just <laughs> go ahead and do that again.
0: Um, and we have our fucking—I can't wait to listen to our theme mu- New theme music. Oh, new
1: theme music. Yes, sorry. <clears throat> fucking good, good lad, good friend of the. I thought, mean, by Ari. this
0: time, everyone heard it already. But so we're gonna pod. We'll do the next group, and then we're gonna try and pod like the day before, yeah, the match day or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, during the group, right, and then fine. You know I fucking zone out when you do your housekeeping. I don't even listen at all. Well,
1: yeah, you're showing that right now and the fans are disappointed.
0: No, cut, this, cut this out. Delete this. Okay, okay,
1: okay. Um, <laughs> should I wrap it, I guess? Yeah, wrap it. Check us out at FMLFL.com. Follow us on Twitter at FMLPL. Support us at Patreon. Actually, don't support us at Patreon. It's shut down <laughs> for the summer. Go fuck yourself. And cheers! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're back, dude.